0: Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts.
1: Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
0: If a train left New York at 300 miles per hour, an accelerated speed 15 miles per hour, and traveled a distance of 683 miles, tell me, sir, what time would that train reach Chicago? What the
1: fuck is you oh, the are you doing? not me Yes, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Obviously, Oblivia is a 001, uh, 00143. I am the mic pilot with me, my co host, South Philly Paul. Hey. Don't speak. I was just a pause for anticipation. You paused, so I jumped in. Oh, well, thank you for jumping in. We also have on the line Nero and Joel. Hello, gentlemen. Welcome. Welcome officially to this little program. Yay.
2: Are we allowed to speak now, or is that in a dramatic pause, too? No, oh, I only do
1: dramatic pauses with Paul. Oh, okay. Gotcha.
2: That's our thing. <laughs> well, I didn't want to get in on your thing. So, a couple weeks ago,
1: I was... Well, it's been a while now. But for a couple weeks ago, I approached these three fine gentlemen, and I said, uh, so, podcasting, huh? Maybe we should all try that sometime. And then we got together, and we had a reel-to-reel machine, and a tape deck. No, that's an older story. No, anyway, so I said, uh, hey, guys, we should do the show together. I, I miss talking to De Niro and Joel, and, of course, Paul, I haven't talked to him much lately either. It's been months since we did an official show, and then we did that thing that people do. They talk on Facebook and little Facebook chats about ideas and things, and uh, and now here we are. So I do have to say, Everybody really, really liked the uh, the next message from this, this past week.
0: Yeah, there was a lot of inspired thought there. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed everyone's,
2: everyone's I'm message. <laughs> <laughs> Par for the course, my
1: friend. I like how yeah. with the whole thing, all Joel had to say is, I like cock lava.
0: <laughs> I, I did. I'm still laughing about that. I, I, I did it at stand-up, and it seemed to go over well, too.
3: I'm sorry, when, it's, when there's semen you, coming out of my junk, it, it looks like lava, so it made me laugh.
0: You Yeah, it's or, erupting. Your penis is erupting. It's like lava. It's, that yeah, was, that was a joke lava. you
2: did at stand-up or that you actually yeah. did it at stand-up? Uh, hey, everybody, watch no. this. Cock lava. That's it. right. <laughs> I'm sure there are guys out
0: there doing stuff like Fire that, but ripping. no, that's that's not me.
1: No. You know, I never once thought of myself ejaculating as a volcano. Maybe I'm not doing it right.
2: Really, I usually do it sitting up, so it's yeah.
1: I'm just so caught up in the moment. I'm not okay. Let's see Mount Saint Pilot.
2: Yeah, I don't know.
3: I usually have my junk sticking up between the middle of a bunch of army men, and I (laughs) relive Pompeii over and over and over, and it gets sticky.
1: So do they get like encased in it? And thousands of years from now, some archaeologist is going to be going through what was your masturbation area and say, "Ooh, look at these army men." Perfectly... He's got a
2: corner of his bedroom that looks like friggin' arachnophobia with army men there. <laughs> These
1: guys <laughs> are perfectly DNA to
3: clone me later.
1: <laughs> no, I think I think it was really funny last week. I I like the I like the idea and, and I, I listened to it a couple times and I I could have personally I could have been a little less chicken little the sky is falling but uh, that that's the moment that I was having right no, now. No, you gotta
2: I'm, go ahead. No just i I think you got to get out what what's on your mind at the time. It doesn't always have to be pithy or funny or whatever. i think I think sometimes people just want to hear how you're doing. So lay it out there. That's fine,
0: yeah, and I think all the messages flowed great. I think everybody had something great to to contribute, yeah, totally.
1: And so because we're all pretty busy dudes, pretty much for the most part. Um, yeah. so I'll just say this here. kind of you can expect one of those every other week and a show every other week, hopefully. I keep saying that, Paul. I keep saying, "All right, we'll be back with another show in two weeks, and then two months goes by." So hopefully,
0: with the qualifier, hopefully, yeah, yeah.
1: I got so you. that's and and we're all going to. There's four different personalities, four different editing styles, four different ways to think of things. So every week, uh, they'll, every other week, they'll be done by a different one of us, and I, I think it's going to be interesting because you're going to get a whole different feel. Even you could you could even take those messages from last week and put them in a different order and get something different out of it. That. So, what do we want to talk about tonight? Does anybody have an idea? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I actually had something earlier, and, and it's escaped my mind now. But I can tell you what I was doing just a little bit ago, if you want. I my yeah. uh, <laughs> my my dog. I, I I've been oh. jogging. I've been jogging recently, and uh, she's getting old, old enough that she doesn't jog with me anymore. She doesn't handle that, so sometimes we go for really long walks. and And uh, lately, I've started playing uh, Ingress. Have you ever heard of this? This uh, yeah, Nikki like-
1: Nikki from Georgia. When she was up here a couple of weeks ago, she turned us on to that. Oh, okay. and uh, so you're you're opening the portals that that thing.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm now I'm, I've incorporated that into our walks together. And now the poor dog is, is trying to figure out how long she has to put up with me all the time. Cause you know, it it, like tonight, it was like an hour and a half. We were out walking, hitting different portals and battling with people and stuff. And so that that's, uh, it's, I, I'm I'm not sure how I feel about it. Cause it's like an, it's a cool game and it's fun and it's got a neat premise and and Mason likes doing it with me. So it's, it's cool to, you know, be able to do it with a kid and everything. But I, it's just, it seems fruitless. Like it goes on forever. It's like, it's like when people were trying to be the mayor of whatever with, uh, Farmville, with, uh, well, Farmville, but I was thinking of, uh, that other location based, uh, app Chicago. Yes. Yeah, mayor of Chicago. <laughs> 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 that, somebody needs to take that dude out, but that's another, another story for another time. But, uh, no, what was the, that stupid app that, uh, that location based thing that everybody had for a while. Google
3: maps.
1: <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about I, don't. I hate all you fuckers <laughs> I don't play any of
0: those types of games I feel I'm bad for your
1: dog because I was kind of in the same situation so Nikki came up and there's all these places that she can open up and save and do this all these things and so I'm like I'm driving and I'm just like Anya here take my phone so her and Anya had a blast they're walking through City Park and they're finding all these things and we're driving all these places and they're having a great time of course, it killed the battery on my phone, and I didn't have the charger, so then Anya stopped having fun. But for me, it's just like, did you any of you guys play Tiny Death Star? No. No. All right, so it's set up. It's like an 8-bit thing, and you have different levels of the Death Star, and you're supposed to build things up, and, and it just takes forever. It's just so much time. Like, I'm going to drive to work, and I'm going to have to stop here because somebody's going to get my portal back, and I got to do this, and... And it's like everything in your life is going to take 10 times as long to do it. And and I didn't mean, I don't mean any offense to you, Nikki, but oh, it drives me fucking crazy. Just...
2: Yeah. Well, it's the same mentality of people that play like RPGs. Like, I don't, I don't get that. Like I, I, I'm and I, I was just saying to somebody else that I play this with tonight that my, my patience for this is only going to last so long. Either they're going to figure out something else to do with this game or else I'm going to get out. Cause it's just, it's silly. You battle back and forth and it never ends. So.
1: There's no winning. <laughs> yeah, so I, when she when first explained it to me, I thought it was like kind of like the geocaching, right? So somebody yeah. has a prize or there's something here and you have to go out into this field and find it. Now, I, I can get on board of that because it's like treasure hunting. But with this, it's just like, okay, I tap my screen 12 times and I got right. some XP or, or some kind of thing to, to bomb something or whatever it is. And now in two hours i gotta go back I, I gotta wake up at three o'clock in the morning because somebody might get my furniture place <laughs> well
2: well that's that's the funny thing about playing here is that we've got i've got somebody else in the neighborhood here that i don't know but she's on the opposite team and she is like die hard about this thing so tonight i'm out walking the dog and i just i just claimed a couple portals and and all of a sudden i see they're changing color so this 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 girl is coming along behind me in her car this bitch and and she's she's taking them back from me but i'm like i'm walking so i'm actually you know i'm slower than her so once she gets past me then i'm just taking all the stuff back from her as she goes along we both wasted like all of our inventory just battling back and forth with each other and there's nothing nothing to show for it
1: well at least you're doing it right you're you're doing it with the mindset that okay i'm walking and i'm getting things done and i'm exercising and but again when we were doing it with Nikki, we're driving at like two miles an hour through the city of Reading, right and it's like do you want me to stop here no no no. i can capture it while we're driving by just drive slow and it's like it kind of defeats the whole purpose it's like uh getting um what like a what are those bikes called that you sit down and you pedal with your feet but you're sitting so the, down
2: the recumbent, recumbent bikes, bikes. Yeah, yeah i
1: was gonna say incoming bikes but i knew that was the wrong thing <laughs> um it's like having one of those and saying oh i'll, I'll sit 'Cause I did this. I'm gonna get one of these bikes and I'm gonna play rock band while I do it, and then <laughs> I, I pedal for a little bit and then I just like sit sit back on the bed and I just play there, laying there. Kind of defeats the whole purpose of it. Like maybe if you powered your Xbox with the recumbent bike, that'd be a little bit but I just think it's like Gilligan. It's like I'm gonna drive because I can get more places better. Yeah, just like Gilligan with it, with that that damn bike but it's not no. too
0: old of a reference is it?
1: No, <laughs> not, not for us not this day everybody else <laughs> all right
0: well at least we appreciated it definitely. i don't know. You know i
1: just think you're de- you're defeating the whole purpose you're driving around but then you're driving slow i don't know it's it's i don't get it
3: you know i tap my phone 12 times but that's just because i'm ocd and i think that they should have an incumbent bike speaking of the mayor of chicago <laughs> i'm just saying I and just i'm wondering matt how, how does your dog play the game
2: well, she's she doesn't tap the screen
1: quite as well as I do, but uh, you know, I dogs can be trained.
3: I wouldn't think her paws would pick up the the heat
1: sensor. Well he puts he tap he tapes his phone to his leg and then she just taps her tail against it while she's wagging. There you go. <laughs> Ingenuity. And, and the other thing is Nikki explained it to me, it's just like with podcasting, like you have the audience and everybody's talking on Facebook and in the the forums and everybody's it's a community, I, and I get all that. I do. I get all that. Like, one of the guys, his brother died, and they made a huge, he was like Batman on it, and they made a huge bat symbol down in Atlanta. That's a really cool idea. It's really neat. But how many times can I go to the Reading Public Library at this statue and just sit there and tap my phone? I just...
2: Well, and it, yeah. I mean, it's cool if you're walking around, you're getting some exercise, or you're doing something else or whatever. But, like, yeah, I just... I, I don't know. I don't have the patience for... Like, like... The, the best time for me to do it, like some of the best portals I could get are out on, on Gringsmill trail where I know nobody's going to go get them. But that means that if I'm out there jogging, then I have, actually have to stop what I'm doing, switch over the app, right. play that stupid thing, then switch back and continue. And it's just, it breaks up the whole thing. And I don't know, it's, it's, like I said, it, it could be interesting if they set it up so they've got different. You know, if if the company that runs it starts doing different events where you know you have meetups and you've got prizes and stuff like that, like that could be cool. But yeah, it, this isn't going to hold my attention for much longer.
1: <laughs> Even if they so. they have it so you could just, you're only allowed to capture one area once, right? And then or, the other team yeah, comes along and gets time it. Time limit or something. Yeah, yeah. and then you got to go somewhere else. But not okay. So in my neighborhood, I have these three places, and I'm going to battle the bitch in the car. And and because she's lazy, I'm going to win anyway because she drove on by. Well, dude,
2: (laughs) this on Saturday or Sunday, I was playing and uh, I went over to the the Owls uh, baseball field over down the way from here. And uh, apparently this this I, I just found out this that day, this girl that battles with me, she lives like right behind it. And I found this out because while I was standing there doing stuff, her boyfriend came jogging by me, pretending he was a jogger ran down past me. I didn't realize who he was at the time, but ran down past me, hid in the bushes and battled against me. What the And fuck? then, and then, yeah, like what, like how serious are you about yourself? If you're going to hide in the bushes and mess with somebody, like right, well,
1: that? let's contact like, this company. I just figured out how you make it interesting. You, you just, that? at every location where all these things are, you have MMA gloves and you go <laughs> and you really battle for it.
2: If you're physically present yes. you have to actually fight each other. Yeah. yeah like, maybe okay. maybe just like knives at each place or something like that. Yeah, you pull the
1: guy out of the bushes and you beat the fucking shit out of him and then <laughs> it's your portal. Somebody come and take it from you. It's like it's like the troll with the bridge. If you can take me over, then you get the bridge.
2: That's right, yeah. Yeah. Foursquare was the app I was trying to think Foursquare, of earlier. By the way. You know, yeah. when people were everybody I'm the mayor of Starbucks. Well, whoop de friggin' do <laughs> How much money you got in
1: your pocket. Do you know that Starbucks uh Washington has no Starbucks? i i did not know that i read that today on twitter it it just blew my mind i still don't believe it
2: yeah i i could have sworn i'd seen. no no i'm sure i saw a a starbucks across the street from pike's market in in seattle they do have other another uh well no there's a town called
1: (laughs) starbucks in washington and there's no starbucks there
2: that could be that could be
1: it just like it it makes sense because like in reading there's no people that read so
3: (laughs) (laughs) is there a railroad
2: not anymore. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, I, there's there's a Seattle's best coffee chain that's out there that, that I think they've got as many of those as they have Starbucks, but I know I've seen Starbucks out there. I don't there. know
1: much about Seattle, <laughs> but this place has the best.
2: It is the best. <laughs> I missed that town. I need to get back out there again. That's that's a fun place to visit. Actually, I wouldn't mind living there. It's just that it's completely away from anybody I know. But
1: uh. I, I I like it. I watch it on TV. I think it's a nice place to go, but then this fucking Geico commercial, did you see the new one? The Geico's in Seattle telling jokes, like, what does an alien use to sew with? The Space Needle. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> 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 it's like, fucking Geico. Uh,
2: little bastard.
1: I,
3: I'm going to write that down.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know you are. Look up the commercial, I there's like three zingers
1: give- in there for you, Joel. What's thing that? I don't get
2: about Geico is how many friggin' mascots do they have to have? Cause they had the camel. They've got the gecko. they they had the pig and the they've caveman. got all the, you know, like all these friggin' things, like just settle on something and make an ad campaign and call it a day. You know, forgot the caveman. Yeah. The caveman oh, and the cavemen And, and yeah, no, they've in the, the, uh, that other stupid one they've got with, uh, well, did you know that, uh, farmers make bad painters or whatever the fuck, you know, they have all the stu- McDonald didn't know how to spell that's right old mcdonald was a bad speller Nab it
3: <laughs> sorry that one Dang makes yeah, me giggle i hate geico i think they suck but that one makes me laugh
2: i could give a shit about who they are it's just that they, they've got so many so many different ad campaigns running at any given time like come on settle back yeah. Uh, put a, put a couple million of that into you know feeding somebody or something. I don't know something useful <laughs> or maybe well, that's first, yeah. I mean that, lower that, your that, rates because you have less commercials. That'd be nice, you know. Yeah,
0: that, that that makes a lot of sense. But I appreciate their whole campaign. I like all of them. I think they're pretty funny.
1: So they got that yeah. flow for progressive. And then she was like a, she was a comedian and and they did you ever, like oh, look her comedian? Up. I didn't yeah. realize that. look her up on uh, on YouTube. Look up flow as a comedian, and she's like you know, just a regular looking girl. And she was actually kind of funny. And then she got that, that progressive thing with the hairstyle and all white. Now that's all she does. And and good for her. I'm glad she's doing that. But I get frustrated with cross people on different campaigns for different kinds of things. Like there was this girl that was doing one of the might've been progressive. The girl sitting there at her desk and the other guy says something to her. And she had like this cocky comment to come back at him. And it was for car insurance. I don't know why it made any sense or whatever. But then, like two weeks later, I saw her in a Metamucil commercial. Yeah, yeah. Right, and then they do that with the Geico, the uh, the caveman guys, because the caveman guy is now one of the. No, he did not. I'm sorry, I- I'm wrong. Not the caveman guy. He did the Vonage commercials, oh, and now yeah, he's doing yeah, yeah. Budweiser, uh, Anytown USA thing. So.
2: Well, I think comedians are especially rough for that because they can't. Because most comedians don't make a rich living off their day jobs so they they Wait, pick up what? all the act they make you know they're like djs <laughs> they, but they they make a make up the balance by doing commercials and 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 bit parts on tv shows and stuff like that so i always have that problem too where i'll see you know see the same guy in two different commercials and then on the stand-up routine that i watched that night and then the tv show that i watched the next day i'm like ah it's freaking overload and he hasn't had a major part in any of them he's just been that prolific yeah but this
1: girl in particular i was talking about she's not using her fucking head like in this commercial she kind of like sarcastic it kind of girl you know okay she's kind of cute and then i gotta see her on a bicycle talking about shitting and it's like you know what you just ruined (laughs) the whole thing for me (laughs) Now what see
2: that, that commercial for <laughs> <laughs> I, That uh, that raises an interesting point. They I should put more, they, they should put more comedians in the Boner commercials. Then then I would actually pay attention. Oh to yeah, things. that would be funny. Joel, you're yeah. absolutely
1: right. Another one. Jamie Lee Curtis. I love Jamie Lee Curtis in many things. I don't want to know about her probiotic and her, yeah, her bowel movements. Her bowel movements, that. I'm regular. Well, good for you. Yeah,
2: I I was counting on that anyway,
1: Jamie. <laughs> Uh, now, if we had an old co-host here, he'd talk about putting things in certain areas and yeah, no, being all crystal clear.
3: That. <laughs> <laughs> That's Scott the pool boy.
1: <laughs> Actually, I was talking to Scott um, on text. I guess it might have been yesterday. And he's like, he texts me. He goes, I see what you did there. Dot, dot, dot. And I'm like, what? I haven't I haven't talked to Scott in a couple of days. What is he fucking talking about? And I'm like, <laughs> what? What do you mean? And he's like, uh, the new double O uh, you have. Mike, Nero, SPP, and Joel. It's kind of like awful show, kind of. And I'm like, well, between me and you, Scott, that's going to be the new show. And he's like, oh, my God, that's so great. <laughs> that's how I interpreted his voice when he was texting me. And then I said, well, you know what, Scott? I said, you know, you're going to be asked to come on. I'm going to make sure you, oh, that would be wonderful. And that's my, that's my Scott voice. That's Excellent. Good.
2: Always whispery, orgasmic. So yeah, I'll keep that in mind.
1: I don't know if you ever listened to his uh, his podcast, um, Joel. What's it called? I can't remember at the moment. The Internet with Scott. W- the yeah, pool the Internet. Boy. Pause. Wow. With Scott That's the Pool Boy. Fast. And uh, well, he sits on <laughs> a chat roulette that he tries to get strangers to talk to him. And there's a lot of hang ups, and and just Scott is very awkward with his delivery with things, and it's very, very. very when he first showed that to me. What, two years ago or whatever it was. I'm like, this is going to be the next big thing. This is gonna take like every podcast, like Joe Rogan won't even be known anymore because this is gonna so be great. Didn't catch one like quite that well.
2: Zach Galifianakis, basically. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: it's it's pretty damn good. I mean it's not Zach Galifianakis Scott does awkward in a different way than Zach Galifianakis. Yes. I don't know, it's interesting. But the internet with Scott the Pool Boy, if you haven't checked it out yet, people yeah, have to
3: check
2: it out. There's a lot Joe. of
1: dicks. There is a lot of dicks on Chat Roulette. That's why I was so disappointed. I uh, thought
2: that was the only thing it was
1: for. <laughs>
2: that and nipples. uh that and Uno on Xbox, like just Dick Central. Yeah, you played that, didn't you? The the
1: Uno on the Xbox?
2: I was that you who was telling me for about a little it? While. I never saw too many cams or anything. That was it was before everybody was doing all that stuff, but yeah, no, I only played it because when, when my, my three sixty was the arcade edition, so that, that was on the disc that it came with, but came with it. What
3: the hell Arcade has Uno?
2: Hey, Xbox three sixty
1: did.
3: <laughs> oh man, old mate is open. Let's go. <laughs> well it's
1: like um uh Vegas Vacation when you get you get, can play war and Red Takes Black guess a number. Right, Yeah. <laughs> So it's oh, of, of all the
2: things in the world who would have thought that uno would become the the place for people to do nudist shit you know like come on really
1: <laughs> well there's a lot there's a lot of downtime in uno i mean really yeah, you gotta wait it might get skipped a turn it, it's it's very frustrating but
2: your your picture's like four by four inches on the screen you, is that really the representation you want for your junk and standing in front of you depending
1: or? on what size tv you have it might make your junk look a lot bigger
2: true story touche
3: I don't know. In, in Germany, the big game is shoots and ladders. So,
1: there is so hear. much cock lava all over this screen. You can work that one out,
0: <laughs> Paul. How's your stand-up treating you? Uh, it's going along pretty good. Uh, I went for the last couple week weeks, last couple Wednesdays. Um, I'm still I'm still experiencing the the ignorance of certain guys. You know, there's some guys that I've I've seen perform stand-up for the first time like, you know, six, seven months ago, and they'll, they'll walk in to the place. They'll say hello to the guy to the left of me, say hello to the guy to the right to me, and then walk away.
1: You're stuck in the <laughs> middle with you. So like, I don't hey, know. Left, not, hey, right, I don't know. And I, try to, and
0: I try to look at them in their face to say hi, but they just, they look up, they look down, they look every
1: other way. Don't you way. think it's appropriate to grab them and say, why don't you say hello to me? I mean, you could say it in a funny way
2: why don't you say hello to me
1: (laughs) yeah
0: like that just (laughs) like that no i'm not gonna do that
2: Uh, are you saying like like the comedy club is like they they don't like the competition or what's what's the story i
0: I think because i think it's an age thing
1: you know uh, because i'm an older guy and Uh, most
0: most of them are like late 20s maybe early
1: 30s you're not allowed to sit at this table you're not in our clique. I don't know. Well, they're like,
0: you know, what the what the fuck are you doing here? Like, your life's over. Like, you had your chance. Like, what are you doing? You know. Well, what the fuck are they doing? I, I don't even get. But I'm. It's not like I'm. I'm just there, and I don't listen. I listen. I clap, I smile, I laugh at what they're doing. You know, I'm supportive of the other yeah, I don't,
2: I don't know if I buy it just as an age thing, though. I think, I, yeah. I mean, I'm sure some of them would use that as an excuse,
1: but that right,
0: no, but no, no, no. There's definitely a competitive thing. Yeah, or they just might not think I'm funny
1: at all. Right. all. Well, what if? Okay, so everybody like sixty percent of the guys. I'll just throw a number out there. Six percent of the guys are a bunch of dicks, right? No, no, it's not that. High. I'm just play along with the game, Paul. Seven, okay, sixty percent of the guys are dicks. Why can't you go up on stage and take your five minutes and, and just talk about everything you were just talking about? Like, what is an nation? Just make it funny. i uh, <laughs> well, just spend, I, spend I see five minutes boy. just
2: calling him out. You're a dick. You're, you're a, a, dick. Dick. You're you're a cool. dick. You're a dick. You're a dick. Everybody, don't clap for that guy. He's a dick.
1: Yeah. <laughs> for, further alienate yourself. Right.
0: Thanks, Joel. Thanks.
1: <laughs> well, thanks. If you're going to be treated badly, shouldn't you fucking play up to it then?
0: No, I just ignore them. Uh, that's, i just that ignore always, them i believe me i can ignore do. a lot
1: a lot harder than
2: they can yeah believe that's that. what we, winners we talked do. about this before i think once you yeah. get some more time in you'll be fine it's just i i think <laughs> i think part of the problem is that uh comedians are just they're artists and i i used to have a problem i worked at a crap-ass publishing company for a while and dealing with au- crazy authors <laughs> was about the same where they're just always psychotic and always it. And, and I, my job was to help them. And I, you know, I had right. to cool them down and be like, I am here to serve you. Stop mm-hmm. pissing me off so that I can do that yeah. <laughs> without trying to kill you at the same oh, time. You
0: there's know, like, definitely that aspect to it, that they're creative people and they're yeah. like to themselves.
1: Well, no offense to you, that. but how creative are they if they're doing open mic? You know, Paul, well, well,
0: everybody's got to start somewhere.
1: Like. Yeah, but you say that your life is over and, you know, you're so old. Well, their lives are they there in the middle of their lives and they've done nothing. Now that you're being unnecessarily harsh. No, no, don't. No, no,
0: no. Yeah, you're being unnecessarily harsh. You're, you're not really making sense.
1: No, I'm making total sense. And the next time that no, you have your stand up thing, I'm coming down and I'm going <laughs> to talk to these guys for you. You're nice not making Paul. sense. To the, uh, according to like my
0: situation, you're not you're not making sense. <laughs> what do you Go mean? Man. How, I'm
1: I'm I'm being completely making sense on your situation. I am being
0: making sense. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. I, yeah. I still disagree. All right. <laughs> you're allowed. So you're I
3: think to I think Paul summed up my entire dating philosophy in college in one sentence.
1: I can ignore you as
3: hard as you can ignore me. That's pretty <laughs> yeah, it's much like an ignoring contest.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. So, do you ignore them because you don't want to give them the satisfaction that they're getting to you, or do you ignore them because they're yeah, well, not yeah, worth after it? After a while, yeah. Them. I
0: mean, if I, I'm trying to get put out a friendly vibe and they keep fucking slapping my face down, yeah, I, yeah, I, you know, I meet them with the same uh, disdain.
1: <laughs> Let's go back to high school and the people with the bad attitude of the mean girls. Well, these, these everybody loved that
0: far out of high school. That's the thing. You need like, to be one of the mean girls, and then they'll all love you. Done, but like not everybody's like that. I I they they have warmed up to me to a certain degree. Like the host of the of the uh, the open mic, he's a friendly guy. He likes to talk to me a lot. So it's not it's not like everybody. Nah.
1: So I, I would get down think, there and I get on stage and I'd say, hey everybody, I was the comedian formerly known as South Philly Paul, but the way you fucking dicks are treating me, I'm changing my name to Murderous Philly Paul, and this is why. And I would go off on why. You'll say hi to this guy. You'll say hi. I know that this doesn't have anything to do with your situation, but you'll say hi to this guy, but you won't say that you won't say hi to me. But then the guy over here, and then I try to be nice to you, and you're just all a bunch of fucking assholes. I, I'm not totally against doing that. I
0: just
2: gotta find the right way for me to do it yeah i i I think you gotta bide your time you you get your time in get your notoriety and then just go full mark Marin on them. just just antisocial is crap and just yes. <laughs> every time you get a chance just piss' them off and you know yeah i,
0: know. I mean uh, well, stage uh, yeah, with
2: though like
0: to do that i mean i have i mean actually the last bit I did was very angry actually you know I came off like pretty crazy i mean it was funny but it was it was kind of crazy well, what did you say it it was well it was a spin off on being upset that my boss quit smoking and he <laughs> took that, he took that joy away from me that he's not no longer poisoning himself. Oh, <laughs> So yeah, that was the phone call. That was one of the phone messages. So he's I went, not yeah. going to die. Yeah. Yeah. That was so funny. I did it. So I did a, I did a take on that.
2: That is a beautiful sentiment. Selfish fuck. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's like, the, you know, did you ever have these things that, that, that you can turn to that, that give you joy to make you feel like everything's going to be okay? Well, that was taken away from me today. And people think uh, they don't know what the hell I'm going to say. And then I say that, and then, and then it becomes I, funny.
2: I felt that way when Dick Cheney got his heart transplant or whatever. Come on. We really need <laughs> to extend this guy. Another. No heart. I'm surprised
3: I'm that the saying. cock lava bit
0: doesn't win him over. I mean, seriously. No, they like that. They like that too. Yeah. But that's like, it's, it's like an inside kind of comic joke. You know, it's just saying, I wake up with these ideas and here it is. And you think it's so special and you get like this little spark of inspiration and here it is, you know? So they, you know, they, they kind of like that. They dug two. that.
1: So what if he just like went up on stage and just stood there for like four minutes and 45 seconds and he just said cock lava and just walked off the stage,
0: <laughs> dude, I would be laughing the hardest. <laughs> um, George Carlin did something like that on the tonight show. Yeah. He didn't say that at the end, but he just pretty much stood there for three minutes and like cleaned his teeth. and. You know, looked around and smelled his underarm. and That's genius. Know, and uh, I just I'll re- always remember that spot. But he's he's one of the kings that could get away with that stuff and make it funny.
2: That's, that sounds so much like an Andy Kaufman but I can hardly believe that was Carlin. Seems
0: yes, yeah, yeah. Too. I agree, yeah. But, I mean, I saw a guy at an open mic try to do, like, a cell phone thing where he went out and he, he just checked his messages for about a minute. Uh-huh. And it's just like you no, you don't have the gravitas to pull that off. Like you just don't you it's just not working for you. Like nobody knows who the fuck you are. Nobody cares that you're checking your messages. Just fucking talk and try to be funny.
1: Are there some guys that they're just really, really terrible, or does everybody have just a little something?
0: I'd say everybody has something. Everybody has everybody's uh I would say the majority of the guys are good. Even even the one there's I mean there's guys that have decent stuff to say but their performance skills are horrible so you've seen me then on <laughs> chat <laughs> have you ever tried stand up joel
3: i i have but yeah that was oh yeah was okay cool that was high school so that doesn't count
1: why doesn't it count
3: because it's too- in front of a an, an auditorium of of christians trying to be funny and uh you know i made him laugh so i guess that's uh, points in my favor but yeah. there wasn't nearly enough cock lava so. Oh, i got a lot Wood. of
0: christian material <laughs>
3: who is this jesus guy <laughs> exactly what's the deal <laughs> with stigmata <You>
1: know.
3: <laughs> he's holy in his hands get it yeah that's pretty and much then you to turn I it went. into
1: like a masturbation thing if you'd hold it in your hands would make things a lot easier for you
3: no <laughs> no you then they burn the me whole. at the
2: stake
1: did the you, best you Christian were the Catholic comedians school? are always the faith healers anyway. <laughs>
2: I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Uh, I love those fucking guys. Benny Hinn and whatnot. You watch videos. I can watch videos of them on YouTube for like an hour straight just watching them push people over and shit. That's hilarious.
1: Speaking of um, crazy religious people, are any of you guys watching Orange is the New Black? I have not. I did not watch that program. Oh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> love it. Yeah. I. Uh, so the girl... The, the the God girl, the one that God's working through her. Pensatucky. Yeah, Pensatucky. So we were watching this show. I, we're, we're finally in the second season. We watched like three episodes, and it felt like we watched 50. And then we just stopped watching for like months and months and months. And then we turned it back on a couple couple weeks ago, and then we powered through the rest of the season, got into season two. Everything's picking up really good. Anyway, Pensatucky. Like, it was driving me nuts. I'm like, this girl, she reminds me of somebody, but I don't know who it is. And I'm trying to figure it out, and I didn't want to go on IMDB to figure it out. And then it hit me that she she was on Sons of Anarchy. She was like a little biker girl that liked Half Sack. And, like, in Sons of Anarchy, she was kind of cute until Gemma hit her in the face with the the skateboard. (laughs) Then then they have her teeth in this is just ridiculous, and I don't know.
0: Yeah, Sons is coming back pretty soon. Tonight, tomorrow night.
2: Oh, tomorrow night? Great. Cool. It's on yeah. my my list to start watching. I never i I need to start from the beginning on Netflix and get all the way it's through. It's a lot. And, it's a lot to watch. I mean, it's well worth it, but it's a lot to to catch up on. I just I don't have time for any shows these days. I'm yeah. <laughs> well, I've got like thirty episodes of everything that I'm not watching right now on on DVR, much less anything else. But it's I it's agree. on my queue. I I try and. It's
1: a nice thing about summer is you. Well, it used to be the nice thing about summer. Is you could catch up on other shows that you had, in the, you know, recorded and now in the DVR or to watch on Netflix or Hulu or Amazon or whatever. And now, I mean, now there's so much Ramsey shows on Fox that you can't get anything done in the summertime. It's ridiculous. Hey, yeah,
2: that's
1: well, a crash.
2: It's the curse of the six-episode season, you know. If if you've only if you're only putting out six to ten episodes per season, then they've got they can fit three seasons into a year. So they've you know everything just overlaps, and you've always got new shows coming on.
1: Well, and there's no true seasons anymore. And and don't get me yeah. wrong, I I, I, I love Ramsey. We watch everything: Hotel Hell and Hell's Kitchen and Master Chef. We watch them all. But Hell's Kitchen just ended like back in August, and now the new one starts. The new season starts on right? Wednesday. And it's just like there's, there's like no in between at all, and um, the other thing was we were talking about this on Full of Sith a couple of weeks ago about these uh, shorter seasons like ten episodes like Walking Dead yeah, does or whatever.
2: It's bullshit.
1: Well, I I was on that that side of the fence, and then Bobby was talking about it, and it kind of kind of made more sense to me how before you'd have like let's say I don't know off the top of my head I can't even think of Oz. Or something, or Sopranos, or something like that. Well, they were kind of short too. But anyway, a show that had a lot of episodes, like twenty six episodes in the season. And right, right. yeah, our Bones—that's a good example—or House. So yeah, you have a lot of episodes. But how many times can it not be Lupus? Or how many times can people be trapped underground and the other the team has to find them?
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, but that still happens. It just happens slower now. And see that's that's exactly the problem that you mentioned Sopranos because they were the ones that proved that this is a crappy model. They they their last season they had no audience. Before that they were the highest rated show on television. And even in that that last season they won awards and everything, but their audience was gone because they had to wait a year and a half. A year, yeah. It was to- like
1: March to after March. But anyway, so so now, like, with Walking Dead, like, I can't get enough Walking Dead. There's not – when Walking Dead first started, there was a lot of this happened and this happened and this happened. They went over that a lot. And now that they have less time to do it, I feel that you have a lot more in each episode. So you have less less to watch, but there's more actually put into it because they're not constantly going back yeah. over what happened. Well the, fir- well, the first
0: season was only six shows, right? Yep. And then uh, now they got broken –
3: They they broke the the mold by splitting it into two halves, which, you know, taking a season and stretching it out. (laughs) Yeah, well, giving you a couple month break in between and it stretches out. I just I totally
2: lose interest. I realize I'm not the average viewer, but like I I just I, I, I right now I walking dead is the furthest thing from my mind. I know I'll feel different in October, but just like I couldn't give a crap right now. And it's, it's a shame because I love that show. I have enjoyed every episode that I've watched more than most of the diehard geeks that were really into the comics really hate that show now because you know, they couldn't get past the first season, but I, I adore it, but it just doesn't change the fact that it's out of mind, out of sight, out of mind for seven months of the year.
1: Well, then yeah. you have other shows like, I don't know if any of you watch um, a game of thrones. You watch that. Yes, yeah, sir. I
2: don't. Uh,
3: okay. I'm only on season two. I'm just new to it. All
1: right. So and Game there, of Thrones there are
0: quick seasons. There are only 10, 10 shows and episodes. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, ten shows a season.
1: Yeah. So you get ten hours, but that's a couple movies. Honestly, yeah. and the production yeah. level so high, and how much money they put into it. You could, I could personally never see enough of that show. That could be on every week, every week of the whole year, and it's still it was a really
0: be good season. The last season It was really good.
1: Yeah. I was reading something online today, Paul, that um, Hordor and, uh, the little, <laughs> the little, uh, wolf, they're not even going to be in this new season at all. Wow. They because they just like, um, they're through the, the whole storyline much later. So they're just like totally leaving that, that ending as a, as a cliffhanger for like a whole season. So basically almost two years and so you're going to see those two characters.
0: Well, not for anything, but there are enough characters to keep us busy and interested. There's no enough door. stuff going on.
1: And Circe he's going to be naked this this season. Who? The Queen or the Queen Regent? Oh, uh, Jeff, Joffrey's Carisi? mom.
0: Joffrey's which, which, mom. Oh, jo, jo, oh, hey,
1: oh, and then she she did a topless scene in um, Three Hundred, but not with blonde hair. So oh. <laughs> I'm <gonna> tune in.
0: <laughs> right, big difference. Yeah. Did you guys see the new 300, the latest, uh, no,
1: no, I liked it. I I thought it was good. We watched it. I watched it with Ariana and then watched it. It looked like it was
2: more of the same. I I was interested. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. Well,
1: it's, it's a whole, I mean, they, they got Gerard Butler in the movie by doing a flashback. So, oh, he's in it, Mm -hmm. but it's a flashback. And, um, what's,
2: what's the, what's the
1: premise? It's more the naval battles between the Persians and yeah. the the Athenian guy who was, and like, it's, oh
0: it, it's taking place at the same time as Gerard Butler
2: is battling.
1: Yeah. Oh. But just See, I got the impression that
2: of the from movie. the commercials and stuff, it looked like they had a uh, Circe's more involved in it than, than naval battles would be. But, uh, well, yeah, That's towards, towards <laughs> yeah.
1: the end, she plays a bigger part in it. And, um, but he like goes to, he goes to Sparta Sparta to talk to her while, you know, um, uh, not Legolas. What's his first name? <laughs> Leonidas While they, while he's away, and then it's, it's, Legolas. Legolas comes
3: in, and there's that this big like elephant, SpongeBob and character. yeah, it would have been a totally different movie.
1: <laughs> King Legolas. Yeah, it's craziness. But no, it was. It wasn't like I said. It when they said they were going to do another movie, I thought it was going to be complete garbage. But it, it wasn't terrible.
2: Three hundred. No, terrible. or <laughs> <laughs> well, and they had they had those couple other movies that came out at the same time that were all done in the same style too. Wasn't there another one? Uh, oh shit! What was the name? There was another one that lo- Clash of the Titans. Well, Clash of the Titans Comics. came out then yeah. too, but there wasn't. Yeah, there was something else. I I can't remember. Percy that, Jackson. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was totally know. like Three Hundred, dude. <laughs> right, just like it. This <laughs> is Percy. Yeah, totally <laughs> like it. <laughs> Man, I live in I live in a world of uh, Nickelodeon right now. So if it doesn't have fucking SpongeBob or some other crap ass character in it, I don't get to see it very often. Now, is
1: that so. your son or your daughter more so controlling the TV?
2: No, nah, both of them. I I don't. I basically the the kids control the TV all day. My wife has it in the evening, and then after they go to bed, I've got like two hours when I can flush out everything that I want to do. So, so you're, up, you're up until like <laughs> five o'clock yeah, in buddy, the morning. flush it out.
1: <laughs> yeah, the um, Anya was like it was crazy, crazy Nickelodeon. And then all of a sudden, like she grew up, and then it became the Disney shows with all the teenage oh, girl yeah, meets yeah. world and iCarly. Well, and-
2: Nick Nick has yeah, Nick has iCarly and alley. stuff like that. But I, the thing I don't get about Nick, like the the, the their big uh, anchor show right now, or just that just finished up was Sam and Cat, which was the chick that's, from iCarly and the chick from Victorious or whatever that other show was. That's, yeah, that's over. Yeah, good. it's yeah, it it just finished. But that that show, like I don't I, like. I don't know if parents don't watch it or what, but I don't know how that thing got through two seasons without anybody complaining about the message. Cause like every episode is like, you can solve your problems by stealing stuff or by beating somebody up. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> like, like I'm not, the I hate to admit it, but it was damn entertaining. World. No, no, it was funny. I liked it, but it was it, when, when I sat back and thought about what was going on, I'm like, this is, kind of not
1: right. Well, <laughs> that, she gets insulted yeah. cuz I'll like say, oh you want me to put on Nickelodeon? you want to watch iCarly?" No, I I don't watch iCarly. Little kids watch iCarly. I watch <laughs> Jesse. And then the, the like you were saying the message that the, that these shows give like when we were little kids, there was okay, what was the the one with the drummin's? Um different strokes. Yeah, different strokes. He had that and you know the the dad was kind of an idiot, but he was a fucking multimillionaire. So how stupid really was he, you know? And Mr. Belvedere, you know, he was silly, but he got the job done. And Growing Pains had the parents that taught the kids lessons. And even Full House, I mean, there are three jackasses in charge. But at the end of the show, there was a little bit of a message. And now with all these shows is if there are parents on it, like Dog with a Blog, they're the biggest fucking jackass idiots in the planet. And most of these shows, these kids go to different, like, uh, uh, like artsy schools, like uh, music schools, so the parents aren't even around or uh, the these two parents aren't around on Jesse because they're they're super rich and they got this, you know, living uh nanny and, and I I don't know, just so when I watch my kid watching these and she's laughing about how stupid the parents are, it's like the message that Disney in this instance is is sharing with everybody is your parents are fucking morons. Which
2: Or adults are morons.
1: Yeah, in most in cases general. yes, we are. We're fucking morons, but yeah. not that bad. Well, uh,
2: you know what and you know don't even, even- I could even deal with that if there was some other moral lesson being applied at the same time, but there's not like, it's, it it just seems totally vacuous. And and this may just be old man, me talking or whatever, but it just,
0: they kind of get schmoozy towards the end and kind of wrap it up. In a, in yeah, a nice but they mode. wrap it up
2: with some some crap ass thing. Like I like I said, Sam and Cat l- literally has an episode where they they like cause this chick to be in a hospital, and they solve the problem by breaking into the hospital and stealing stuff from her. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh my god!
3: Well, like, I just don't <laughs> want him to let the cat out of the bag too early because I mean, <laughs> my kids are going to learn i'm an idiot someday. But do they have to know now?
2: Right, right. Yeah, uh, my my kids already say I'm I'm an idiot. So whatever. You know what series I
0: liked? I watched a few episodes of recently. I, I really liked this as a kid. Uh, Parker Lewis can't lose. Oh man, that was that's a great, great show. Isn't that the Jam? That show? Yeah. I don't know he with the said, music and that the like, Jam.
1: That's yeah. my John, yo. That's my John. I I still
2: think of that guy as the Kubiak every time he appears. Yes. In this thing. <laughs> I had a I friend VR. that looks just like him.
3: Every time right, he came so. on ER, I went Coob
2: yeah <laughs>
3: every single yeah. time and it was just a, on, pi- a ferris bueller ripoff but it was so great
2: well oh yeah was, I, lo- I love i love it i love all that ABC, yeah. abc had to come out with ferris bueller to be in competition with little old fox at that time i mean when parker lewis was on fox it was only like their second year of existence you know they had they, they got, they'd run out of episodes of Bean beans baxter so they had to move over to parker lewis <laughs> instead you know that was my <laughs> or, jam
1: Herman's head was still in development at that point. Oh wait, no, that was my jam actually. <laughs> I liked Herman's head. Too. Uh, I liked the girl uh part of his head. She's kind of sexy. I like
0: her. Herman. Heard the the actor from Herman's head was in Justified. He yep. was the husband that got killed. But
1: he's such an idiot. Justified. Yeah.
0: Do you, you guys watch that-
1: Justified? Do you watch that? Uh, I, I haven't, want I want to, yeah. Yeah, so Dad's been coming over on Sunday nights, and we've been catching up on shows that he hasn't seen. So, like, we watched Breaking Bad and caught him up on Sons of Anarchy, and right now we're watching House of Cards, but right before House of Cards we were watching Justified. And that's one of those shows, like, it's it's a really, really. So if you get a chance, then I know that, again, you have a queue of a million things to watch, but that one's, that one's really good. And if you have Amazon Prime, it's free. Like, the first four seasons are free.
2: I don't you know, think like, it's Breaking Bad good, but it's it's good. Yeah, it's good. It, it's, yeah, I've, I've heard nothing but good things about it. Unfortunately, every time I go down to Netflix to kill something in my queue, I see Archer, and then I'm like, yeah, that's all I'm going to do.
1: <laughs> like, see, I never watched that, Archer. That, what's that? I never watched Archer. Oh, like, my what? God.
2: Seriously, it is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. I honestly, every episode that I watch gets better and better. You, you will love that show. I, I, I'm
1: going to have to check it out, but I'd watch The League, and then it would get, like, I was so laughed out over the league that i just i didn't have it in me to laugh anymore <laughs> and then like i tried wilford and i didn't really particularly care for that but then i watched chosen which was funny but ridiculous so i i watched chosen over archer but everybody everybody talks about how good archer is
2: it is i it's yeah i don't i there's i can't think of a bad thing about that show there's there's nothing that i that i rave about on tv but that that show is just amazing is it
1: ducktales good Ooh. oh
2: yeah 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 no easily ducktales good wow, that was good. your jam that is for john i was, I was all right
0: worried. joe i said jam <laughs> <laughs> all right i got all right jesus christ why won't you guys talk to me <laughs> That was my preserve. <laughs>
1: would you like some jam and jelly i'll just say that
0: for five minutes my next
1: my next open mic <laughs> i got no friends jams well that's true well it's probably because you wear jams to the stand-up right
2: it sounded like Trailer Park Boys there for a minute. I'm just, I'm just started watching that again too. I got the episode of uh, Bubbles trying you to drive the to, rig down the road.
3: Oh my God, I've been watching that too. You need to pull up uh, at your comedy shows and get in, like pull up in a Delorean, get out in a pair of Zubaz, and make your whole bit like you're straight from the '90s. That's your stick. Well, wasn't the this Delorean from I the
0: '80s? They, I, they know that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> who drove, just, who drove a Delorean in the, the
0: '90s? Effort into that. I think they know. They're aware of that. Uh, <laughs> Nobody, shut up, Mike.
1: I'm just saying. If you're going to make a reference to Paul being old, at least he's the right decade. He was in an right. El Camino or a Trans Am. Were those in the nineties? No, we're talking about the. Paul's really old. <laughs> that, this is like seventy. Pull, pull <laughs> up in, a, in an old
3: like a uh, horse-drawn cart. It'll be the 1890s. He's not.
1: He's not Amish, Philly With Paul. A spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Amish, Philly Paul. <laughs> I love how we're all giving Paul advice on how to do stand-up. If you had a spoiler on him, <laughs> like, he, he does me not and take Niro up have, money at all. Me and Nero have no uh, experience with stand-up. I over each other. I didn't hear what you said. And Joel did it in Catholic school. So, But, yeah, take our advice. We know exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> Look how successful we are on stand-up.
0: <laughs> oh, I've never I've done stand-up, but I listen to a lot yeah, I'm not, of not I'm not a comic at all. I'm just pretending to be one.
1: So this um one other question I have before we go tonight, since we're talking TV. Um I know Paul does, but do you used to watch um Louis Cagay? Louis. Oh yeah.
2: I I, no, I haven't watched the new one I I get all my news from it. I listen to a Maron's WTF, so I hear about that shit on that's there all the, the time.
0: That's the only comedy I watch. I watch Louie and I watch Marin Show. That's the only really comedy I watch. I'm mostly watching sci fi or supernatural stuff.
1: I don't think he got any Emmy for it this year. I could be wrong. But there was an episode this past season where it was like two hours long. I mean, it was a really long episode. It was him and his past. Like his daughter, he catches his daughter smoking weed. Right, yeah. He was hardly in it. It yeah. was that kid. And it was, it. It was yeah. like a kid playing him when he was a kid and how he got in trouble with weed back. In, and mm-hmm. it was some of the best best TV. I've, not, I'm not just Louis. Some of the best TV I've ever seen. I was literally like... On the edge of the couch, in most parts, it was some of the best TV I've ever seen, and I thought just for that that he should have won something for that. Paul,
0: yeah, I agree. Hey, Mike, who was the who was the coach? Oh, I'm sorry, the his his uh, science teacher. What was he
1: from? Uh, he was he was in something. I don't remember what it was. I'll oh, have oh, to look you know, it up. Was he in the
0: cop show? No, I was think he in History teacher. Blues. Maybe I don't know history Blues. I think it Jeez. kind of just came to me. Yeah,
3: that's going back. But he was in it.
0: Well, he was in a show. He was Dennis in a Franz series that, that was around when Louis was that age. That's pretty much why I think he used him.
1: I'll have to look it up. Yeah. But that's yeah, those, I agree with
0: you, man. What, a, what an incredible show that is.
3: That's one of those shows that took me by surprise. I had everybody saying, you need to watch Louie. And I sat down one day and I queued it up on Netflix and I watched the first episode and I was kind of like, eh, I don't get it. And then it just kind of settled into my brain. Next thing you know, I just like plowed through everything that I could find, and it's mm-hmm. it, it is really one of the best written shows. Oh, I love on television. The
0: and I like how he uses old school comics and he uses newer, newer comics too. Like he uses everything, he uses the whole gamut.
1: Well, and you oh, never know what you're going to
3: get.
0: I mean, yeah. at, At
3: sometimes you'll be laughing your ass off, and other times you'll be practically balling it. Yeah,
1: sometimes it's like super like uncomfortable. And then like the one, that whole scene with the fat girl was talking about how he, he wouldn't hold her hand because she was just, that one was insane. Yeah. It says, uh, it doesn't say who the teacher was. I mean, I'll have to look into it more, but it says that the teacher was originally meant to be played by uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, to whom the, uh, the episode was dedicated oh, wow. to. S- Skip wow, Suttup is a surprise. the name of the actor. Skip setup?
2: Skip Suttup. <laughs> Is the name of the actor? Oh, I was
3: going to say that's a great name for South Philly Paul to go under.
2: Skip <laughs> setup. He's <laughs> the opening act
3: for everybody.
1: Does it say what else he's, he was in, Matt Nero? Uh,
2: I'm checking it out right now. Uh,
3: anyway, that that's a perfect show, especially for guys that are either early 40s or about to hit 40. Or I mean, it's it just doesn't pull any punches.
0: No, no, not at all. That's a it's a really, so, really good show. He's very influenced by Woody Allen too. The, his cinematography and the music and the the subject matter.
1: I hate to be the racist here, but I can't believe he's half Mexican. Fucking drives me crazy. Right,
0: <laughs> it's crazy when you
3: see it,
1: but I, it must be the Dominicans. bottom half. Oh, all right.
3: Uh, I know Dominicans that you know look similar, so it's not that far fetched.
1: And that's the other thing; he has no problem like being naked either. Though the other one episode where he had to get into the tub
0: at the very end yeah, was the last episode. Yeah. No,
1: it's a good show. I like
0: it. Of the season. Yeah. Uh, Any of you guys watch Marin at all?
3: I was just going to ask. I I keep looking at it in my queue and wondering if it's worthwhile.
0: Oh yeah. They're 20 minute shows. So you can just, they're very digestible and, and funny. It's, it's kind of in the vein of Louie, but it's more, you know, it's Marin. It's Marin's, uh, comedy. It's a lot of stuff. If you listen to his podcast, it's a lot of stuff that he, he expands upon and,
2: Yeah, it's in it's basically show. his yeah. his real life that he talks about in the podcast. You know, turned into a sitcom type of thing. It's it's fun. I I right. watch it, but I don't know if I would like it as much if I wasn't a WTF fan. So, and, I, right. it's and what I like about
0: is he incorporates the podcast in the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's, he's always yeah, talking cool. about it. He, he does scenes where he's you know he's doing an interview with with guests, and then they wind up being in the rest of the episode. It's yeah, I lo- I love that show. I like the. Uh, like, I don't
1: watch. I don't watch that show, but I like when he was on Louis, where he, <laughs> he got his show and he went off on Louis for not feeling happy for him. Right. right. That was my well, first that, introduction that was, to him.
2: That was apparently based on some real life shit. They had they had some issues with each other for a while too. They they came up together at the same time and everything. And apparently, Marin was quite a big dick in the in the nineties. So <laughs> they well, there was they, they, they went head to head quite a bit.
0: There was an earlier scene where Louis Louis uh goes over to Marin's apartment and he pours out his heart to him he goes look man we got to work this out i you know i know there's something between us you know or uh, can we be friends again and you know we we really respect each other or you know are we good
2: yeah which they also did <laughs> yeah they
0: <laughs> and marin goes you you done <laughs> yes yeah. came over here 2 years ago and said the same think, exact thing yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I don't know about if you if you pay attention to Marin at all or watch or listen to WTF Mike, but I I, I think what sadly what originally hooked me on that show was his relation to uh, Dan and Dan Scott. Scott. <laughs>
1: That's what I was going to bring up. I was, like when he they saw him on the train, and then they were talking. You know, they were talking about him yeah. on the show, and and then when we would, when we did awful show back in the day before Marin had his podcast when he was first starting it, he was like contacting us and about coming on the show and. We were trying to schedule, and things kept falling through. And then next thing you know, there was no contact back. And then he had his own; his his show was up and very successful. And it was like, "You one of the
2: Cringe guys? We never heard back from."
1: Yeah, we we got hooked up with him through Cringe. Like, um, okay, Chris Italia told him about us, and then so like I said, he contacted us first.
2: That's about Coming onto
1: the show and talking about his, you know, his, his, his up and his comedy and, and coming out with his own show. And then we were like, email back like, yes, well, let's do that. I'm trying to, and it was like canceled like twice at the last minute. And then like, then nothing like tried to, you know, email him and didn't hear anything back. And then, yeah. so I kind of hold, and Paul loves Marin and he talks about it all the time and he's a very funny guy, but like little shit like that, the, I kind of,
0: I kind of quote him in the transition. Of his career. yeah, I don't, I don't begrudge him
2: as much. I have more trouble with, uh, what's his name? Uh, the politically incorrect Bill Maher, his, his, uh, when he sent us all the copies of his movie to to do promo for it. And then we tried to make, we, we went out of our way for him like four or five times. Is is that that documentary
0: you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, And it sucks. Yeah.
2: Yeah. religious. It's, it's, it's a crap ass documentary. I'm sorry, but it just, it's horrible.
3: That's like, I don't, I don't watch any Ron Jeremy porn anymore.
1: Yeah. <laughs> i refuse exactly why's that job what, what did he do to piss you off oh ron didn't do anything it was his fucking agent yeah yeah <laughs>
3: but his agent represented him and so therefore you're out of this bank bank buddy
1: do you realize New how New much horseshit that agent correct made for himself with that whole thing yeah <laughs> did because he messed call like me. three
2: weeks in a row or something what was that didn't we like prank call oh, yeah two weeks yeah in a row he was fucking something?
1: freaking out it was great <laughs>
2: oh that's <laughs> great
1: well, because, you know, so we were supposed to have Ron Jeremy on the show, and then, you know, it, yeah, it would have been great to have Ron Jeremy on the show and talk. Great. That's that's great. But then it turned into how he's doing us such a huge favor, and Ron Jeremy's the most popular person on the planet, and I'm his agent, and you have to deal with me because I'm as important as he is, And it just turned into fucking ridiculous.
2: It amazed me that he gave us that much trouble at that time because he... Would- that was at the lowest point of his career. You know, like he was, he was showing up at comic cons where he wasn't even scheduled to be an appearance there. Like that was, he was doing nothing. It was before he became net famous again and he couldn't spend time with us. Fuck that dude. <laughs>
3: uh, well, and then we called him. We looked at like his list of people he represented and it was like the worst of the worst. It wasn't even the best of
1: the worst. Ron, Jeremy, that guy that played the old man on that episode of hill street blues. <laughs> couldn't even get him on. He was so important parrot top. I don't know. <laughs> now we turned down carrot top
3: it was just t- it was a horrible list
1: well hey, yeah i mean how do you interview a prop comic we we didn't turn down you know? many interviews but <laughs> carrot top was one of the ones we had to turn down <laughs> <Top>. <laughs>
3: prop prop i mean was awesome it was you could talk about the kind of
0: velcro right. he uses or glue to stick his shit together oh I mean, no he wanted that?
1: to talk about he wanted to talk about a steroid use and bulking up and just being sexy and looking carrot like top, the wendy's girl I, yeah. Yeah. and how
2: he's Lionel in real life. I'll tell you what my the, the WTF interview with him was one of my favorite episodes of that show because he's he became quite a pariah in the comedy community for a while, and that was like his that was like the first thing anybody would heard from him in a long time without going. Oh to yeah, Vegas. he
0: was the yeah he was the stepchild, the comic stepchild. Well, he, shit was the, yeah, he was the yeah he was that was Paulie Shore.
2: <laughs> he was the '90s version of uh, what's his name that's really big right now that everybody Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: John Stamos? Oh, I hey, Paul, yeah. I, I mean, uh, Joel, I need to go back a couple of minutes. You said we were talking about Caratop, and you said something about Lionel Richie? Li- no, Lionel, like Thunder. Thunder. What? It's like Lionel. Thundercats. From Thundercats. Oh, boy, that Not was strange. Lionel Richie. <laughs> it would have made more sense if it was Ron- Lionel Richie. Honestly. <laughs> okay, well, it was Lionel
3: Richie. It looks just like him. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you for that. Hello? Is it me you're waiting for?
1: You're looking for... Because <laughs> I wonder where you are. I like Leonardo DiCaprio. I never noticed. Did did um, one more thing we talk about tonight? Did you guys watch any of the Simpsons marathon on F- FX? I did. No, I haven't. So when the Simpsons movie came out, Nero, as you know, I watched Simpsons constantly. Had the CDs, yeah, yeah. sing them in the car, or whatever. And then the movie came out, and the first thirty minutes of that movie, I've never laughed so hard in my entire life. Like Ariana looked at me like I was crazy, and it was great. And then it kind of fell off. And then I don't didn't watch the Simpsons. Or South Park after that. Like, I don't know what happened. It just was done. Yeah. And then, so this this marathon was on, and, and we started watching it. And like seven hours later, we're still watching it. And then I started DVRing some of them. And there's an episode where they have Lionel Richie on, and they yep. reference him to no, the cop. What? I never, never made that connection.
3: <gasps> <laughs> I missed that.
1: Yeah, never made that connection. But I'm like, yeah, it is Lionel Richie.
3: I got to look that up because that's, that's like me and Juliana's thing. Like ever since she was born, we watched the Simpsons together and that's like our thing. So as a marathon was on, we would spend hours on the couch watching Simpsons together. So uh,
1: what I notice about new Simpsons though, Joel is like when Anya was little and we watched Simpsons, there wasn't maybe because she was little and I knew she wasn't getting any of it. So I didn't worry about it, but there's a lot of Homer and margin bed and a lot of sex comments and a lot, there's a lot of it now. There well, is. Well, it's an adult
2: cartoon. Yeah. Well, it's For kind of, of like part. Family Guy went through its thing, and maybe they still do. I, I haven't watched it in years, but when yeah. it started being that, that you couldn't go five seconds of regular dialogue without having a callback, you know, <laughs> it's like, guys, just advance the story. Stop doing the freaking callbacks. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah, that's the formula. It's a. It's Seth uh, Mc McFarland, right? That's his name. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched his western movie yesterday. How was it? I, it's it's like Blazing oh. Saddles light in a way yeah Light? that's the one his, with uh, R- uh rabisi right yeah rabisi and uh shirley sterron she's right. in it too. sarah silverman uh, sarah silverman and and i like i like the movie i'm telling you there's a couple of cameos in there that are really really great hmm. there's one it, it's so short but it, it was perfect i mean they could have done a lot more with it but i don't i don't want to spoil it when it was anybody. in
1: the theater i wanted to go see it but there was other things that i would rather see more and I certainly didn't want to watch cam copies of it. So when it comes out no, for real, good, yeah, I'd like to watch yeah,
0: it. No, it was a good copy. Um, but it, it's—I was surprised at how like raw his
1: humor could be. And then he like, does something like produce Cosmos. I mean, it's amazing. This guy—he's
3: <laughs> a—he can be a dirty, dirty man, but
1: yeah,
0: I got it. a lot of respect for him. He, uh, I, I i loved it i mean he it's like an homage to kind of blazing saddles and just westerns the old westerns in general i'm gonna with watch the music it. and the cinematography the and,
1: unrated version of ted was quite
0: oh my man i love ted <laughs> that that cameo with uh flash gordon
3: yeah that's
1: like one of the
0: funniest fucking things i've ever seen
3: did he really produce cosmos
1: yeah yeah wow when you want when you beginning starts up it says Produced by Seth MacFarlane.
2: Yeah, listen to listen to Star Talk sometime. Neil deGrasse Tyson can't stop raving about him. He loves the dude. Huh.
1: See, I like that when somebody who comes up and, and he's it's he's not an unfunny guy. I think he's very funny. Uh, and but so he had that Neil persona and all that. Yeah, and you know, him too. But no, um but for him to give and produce something like that because I love the new Cosmos. It's it's fantastic.
2: No, I I like it, and I think it touches people like us because that's how we would handle our business if we had the opportunity. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, handle I handle my
1: business, business right now.
2: <laughs> no but seriously like we're you know we're not one one trick ponies we could definitely get into stuff like that we would uh, it might not be it might be different things or whatnot but it's exactly what we would do if that, that kind of opportunity arose yeah screw it i've got 12 million extra bucks here Take. it <laughs> you know, i've loved <laughs> you
1: know? neil degrasse tyson since i was a young lad had him on this program mm-hmm. Starstruck by him met him in person several times loved him but then i was very disappointed when i saw that seth mcfarlane was producing it because why didn't neil ask me I, <laughs> I, mean, I, it, I couldn't i couldn't like fund it but i like emotionally i could have supported it <laughs> supported by mike <laughs> yeah right <laughs> maybe just a little thing but i always get a smile on my face when you go to hayden planetarium and, and neil degrasse tyson's website and you go into podcasts and double O's right there i always oh that's smile. awesome mike that always makes me smile <laughs> that and is yeah that
0: is very awesome i love that's, that that's
1: a great it's great cool. and people is like i get listeners that, that say hey I was completely surprised by what this show really is. Were expecting <laughs> <more than Neil's laughs> well, in Yeah, the- it's not a straight ahead. <laughs> and this is back <laughs> in the day when it was cat. And all I did was like rag her ass for 45 science. minutes to an hour until she got so frustrated that I had to win her back over. So quite There's a no difference. In- this show. <laughs> quite a big difference. From- <laughs> the greatest thing about that episode <laughs> was at the end of it. He hangs up. First of all, when, when it started, he was on. Uh, we were on Skype and he had his camera on. So I'm sitting here, and I'm talking to him, and he's looking at me. And I, I said, I had to stop. I said, um, Mr. Tyson, can you turn your camera off? He's like, "Why? what, the bandwidth bad? I'm like, no, I'm, I keep forgetting to ask questions because I was, like, watching him on TV. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then I felt like an asshole. <laughs> so we go through this whole interview. He hangs up, show ends, and I say something to catalog the lines of, he thought I was a fucking asshole. <laughs> right? And I'm yeah, like, yeah. I want to i'm gonna kill myself i'm gonna put my head in the oven but i have a, an electric oven so i'm just gonna get really bad sunburn <laughs> and the fact that this is on the end of that show on his website just tickles me pink <laughs> Ah, I love it but he was, he was uh we went up a uh, couple couple months after we did that interview we went up he you know invite said and hey, bring your daughter up come up to the planetarium and and uh we'll hang out we'll go do stuff and we met him that time and then the next time we were coming up it was really cool we're driving up there we went the wrong way and then he called. my phone rings and i have him in the phone and it pops up neil, de, neil degrasse tyson's face and i was like look at Aaron. and i'm like getting a call from neil degrasse tyson and uh he's like hey sorry i got called away and i'm like how great is that he called me to tell me he wouldn't be there
3: <laughs> speaking of which i've, I've still got winsell's number
2: do you yeah i've got it yeah. too <laughs> i was I was flipping through my skype contacts before you guys came on the the the, the plethora of and the
1: diversity of people in there is amazing <laughs> you Nero, know, do you still have the login for the awful show Skype Does that even still exist? No, I don't know no because I think many many moons ago I asked you about that there was somebody's number I wanted that I knew was on that skype, and I never had the the foresight to actually write down these cell phone numbers of, like I still have florentine's number I, I text him from time to time. But um there are some great numbers on that. I'm glad you guys still have Winslow. We'll have to call him right now. I heard
2: I heard Florentine on something not too long ago. It's good to see he's still in the business. Yeah, I'm I think sure. he
0: was interviewed by Marin
2: actually yeah he was and the funny thing about him is like in 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 the in our hyper political correctness era that we're in now like he, we were already leaning in that way when he was getting big and everything but now it's like i i'm surprised he gets any work at all with because <laughs> he he is he is totally a cringe comic and well as a
0: lot li- yeah i mean as a live comic you know he
2: can work. yeah yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's that's, I, right that's why you're not seeing money. him on TV and stuff because <laughs> he just he's he's not going to fit in anywhere with a bigger audience at any given time. But. No,
0: until a cable channel. Well, I I you know I hear I don't have Comedy Central, but I
2: hear Comedy Central if there's a certain hour, anything goes yeah but even then like i just you know how they say like you know in, in today's day and age you just couldn't get all in the family made i mean he is right, uh, right. that's that's yeah. his era right there <laughs> well, i love um, that but he just
0: david uh, tell had that uh show for comedy central uh comedy underground some, where yeah. he showcased oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. three comics a night and they could say anything they want yeah
1: what was the other david tell show up night? porn insomniac insomniac yeah up all night.
3: you didn't watch dave's old porn
1: no up all night that was like a vh1 show
2: that's i have a all... bunch of
0: those i still haven't watched them
2: dave's up, old no. porn is a web show isn't it and he still does it
0: no it was on cable yeah um, he doesn't do it anymore it's not produced anymore no.
3: it, it was entertaining to say the least he had rob zombie on there one time and uh <laughs> he had uh <clears throat> oh i can't think of her name now he's had he had porn stars on there and all kinds of people it was yeah, right
1: right yeah it, it was, was a comic bizarre. and a porn star yeah that's what he would do in cars getting coffee in cars
0: Mm, that's well that's a hell of a hybrid but yeah Yeah. let's
1: save that
2: one for next time
1: oh would any of you guys
0: watch that seinfeld show at all i have
1: not i know mike has yeah no it's it's pretty funny it's pretty good that was i was good to see uh seinfeld on louis too
0: oh dude yeah that was great that was great he was really good on that one on Curb
3: kirby enthusiasm gone yeah Uh, now
2: yeah for like a decade yeah or something. it's been like 10 years. <laughs> it's been a
0: couple of years i don't have like it's only been a couple of years but yeah i don't know if it's coming back i think larry david's kind of concentrating on movies and stuff
1: i don't want to say Got who it. because he's he's giving me one of the greatest gifts in life and that is an hbo go subscription showtime go max go whatever one of the listeners you know who you are he works for Directv, and i wanted. to game of thrones but i didn't want to order hbo and he's like well here i you know i work for Directv. i have all these things for free so here's my login and it is wonderful having hbo go and being able to see all the curvier enthusiasms so i must have gone through entourage like three times now old sopranos uh, six feet under uh, you know you forget how good oz dude oz was such a great show
2: Oh, speaking of which, that dude that you were asking about on the episode of Louie, he did like six episodes of Oz. That's that that uh, I just happened to find that on IMDB, but everything else was like Law and Orders and Bible. That was on like that, that
3: uh drop the soap character
2: arc that they had. It <laughs> was like a six part storyline. <laughs> that was half the season. <laughs> he just burst in for a season. Oops, I dropped the soap. <laughs> <laughs> wah wall.
1: You guys that's oh, my the,
2: jam. <laughs> the chain of events that followed. <laughs>
1: All right, jam session fellows. No, um you made a good point, Nero. Um that's a story for another day. Wanted to go 45 minutes, we went almost an hour and a half. So, good. That's that's not bad. Just shooting. Oh boy.
2: Us, we work twice as hard as we need to.
1: <laughs> yeah, so here's the thing people, if you hear the end of this episode, you're never going to hear it because I'm cutting it all out. I'm going to stop at 45 minutes. This is going to be right as soon as Paul says that's my jam. <laughs> that's it. I didn't even say it
0: the right way. I just said that's that's a jam.
1: That's a jam. That's a jam. <laughs> That's a spicy meat to jam. <laughs> but no, thank you guys for uh, spending your Monday night in the late hours. Because this is, we've done shows till two o'clock in the morning, guys, but we never Not started a, a show <laughs> Never started a show on a Monday night at 1030. So yeah, yeah. I, I left the light on in the studio. I usually have it off and I sit back into my chair and I'm like, no, I'm going to leave the light on and hopefully Seamonkey will hear this and call in a voicemail. But no, um, seriously, though, thank you guys for coming on. Thank you guys for joining and, and doing the show. Lots of I'm um, looking forward to it uh, in two weeks when we get together and do it again. Um, one other thing before we go, I have to I have to feel good about myself. If you'll indulge me hearing this quick okay. story. So for years now and Nero, you know me a long time, I have always wanted a pickup truck. Not because, you know, I'm from Kentucky and I need a pickup truck, but I get sick and tired of kissing people's asses to let me use their vehicles if I need to pick something up, like some wood or a table and chairs, whatever. I got to kiss people's asses or go to Lowe's and rent a truck or a U-Haul or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I've been looking for a while, and I uh, this is my my public service to anybody looking for 1998 Dodge Rams on Craigslist. <laughs> Don't believe what you see on there. There's like six different Dodge Ram scams on Craigslist. One is what? my husband died, and I just want to sell this perfectly mint 98 Ram with a sound system and a 2000 bucks. It has 40,000 miles on it. And then the other one is I'm, I'm getting deployed to Afghanistan and I'll, I'll ship the truck to you. You're going to give me the $2,000 for the truck, but I'm going to spend $1,200 to ship it to you.
2: Yeah. That's so it's
1: all these stupid scams, but anyway, for the longest time, I've been trying to find an old Dodge Ram. Cause that's what I wanted back in the day when I first started looking. So I find one, my, even though I work for a car company, a company that sells cars, I'm not even going to get into that story, but this, half the story is, I said, hey, I see this little junker truck. Mind if I give you you know, half of it now, and next, I'll give you a post-dated check for the other half for next month? And they said, well, no, what, we don't really allow that, but if you buy something, let's say you buy something that's five grand, we'll take 10% out of your check every week until it's paid off. So if you do the math, <laughs> it's like a lot of money, and it's yeah. ridiculous. So I said, well, I'm just going to keep looking. And my mom's cousin sounds like a a, a weird story. My mom's cousin's husband owns a little car lot and garage. And I've been checking out his site. And then I saw this blue 98 Dodge Ram. It didn't have a lot of rust. And I went and checked it out. And I said, you know, I'm just turned 39 years old a couple months ago. I never really had a car loan to myself. It's always been, you know, me and Ariana have co-signed on both of our cars together. I don't do credit cards. I don't do personal loans. So I never had a loan just to me. Right. Mm -hmm. And I've been taking care of my, I've been trying to take care of my credit because before it was really bad for my back. The, all the, um, medical bills and stuff, my credit got shot early on and I built it back up. So I'm feeling good about myself. 39 years old. I'm a man. I'm going (laughs) to buy me a truck. I'm going to get a loan. (laughs) And I call my credit union. Well, I didn't call. I did the online submission for right. for a loan 20 seconds later i get the 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 email back sorry we decline you for this forty four thousand dollar loan i'm like are you fucking kidding me for the last 12 years i've been putting all my money direct deposit into this credit union and the whole point of a credit union is they give money to their members bank. yeah right, right? Yeah. so then all weekend like i've been i was so upset like i'm 39 years old i can't even get a fucking loan and and um Sadness was abound. I I didn't feel good about like I wasn't a man anymore, you know. So I um, called there today, and I'm like, I thought I was being Mr. Tough guy, like, why I'm taking my money out of the credit union, and and you don't want to give. me. So essentially, it was my fault because I put down what I make, and then I put down like all of our combined debt, as in you know payments Uh-oh. like the mortgage yeah, and yeah, this. Yeah. And, and they're like, well, for what you make, you make less than what your money's going out. We can. And apparently, when it's that low of a loan, it's not a car loan; it's just a personal, an un- unsecured personal loan. Right, right. So, feel good about myself. The Story comes around that I did get approved for it, and now uh, this week Yay. I pick up my truck. I pick up my truck, and this is where I I show my signs that I am a stupid, stupid man.
0: Uh oh! Like like a dad on Nickelodeon. Yeah,
1: like a dad on Nickelodeon. I'm gonna pick up the truck. And I'm going to drop it off at another garage so I can get a loud muffler on it. Oh my! Because <laughs> you can't have a pickup truck if it just drives. It needs to be loud. Every guy in my neighborhood has a loud pickup truck. I don't want to be. You're the, just I don't wanna... getting a
2: kick around truck, and you, you're putting glass packs on it.
1: <laughs> I don't. I don't want to be the only guy in the neighborhood with a pickup truck that doesn't make any oh noise.
2: My so,
1: just put some cards in the
2: spokes.
1: <laughs> <So sighs> Ariana goes,
0: "What the fuck is the matter?" With you? So what? What? What stickers are going to go
1: on it? I'm gonna design a ram head like a stormtrooper. No, I have no idea what I'm gonna put on it. Ram's head being <laughs> on a Chevy's logo. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna take little stickers and over every little little rust spot. I'm just gonna put like a little Paul head from the obviously oblivious sticker. Anyway, I don't know why I tell the story. I just I felt good about myself that I finally, at 39 years of age, I got myself an unsecured loan. <laughs> my credit's <friend. laughs> good enough to do
2: that. you know i had the same trouble when i was fresh out of college i wanted to get i just wanted to get a used vehicle and i wanted so i'm looking around and i found similarly a truck for for five grand that's all i wanted couldn't get they wouldn't approve the loan for five thousand dollars so i i go down i keep looking around and eventually i go to this dealer and and that's when i looked at the the neon that i had yeah and uh, holding on was, rules br- yeah, sorry about my uh, puberty thing. Um, but yeah, so it, brand new neon. I walk in there and, and guys, guys showing it to me and everything. I'm like, yeah, I really like it, but I can't get a loan for this. I couldn't get a loan for five grand. He's like, oh, no, no, it's not a problem. And he was right. You can get a loan for a brand new car, but you can't get one for a used yeah. car. Nope. <laughs> like, what? But I can actually make
1: whatever. <laughs> Just
2: give me the friggin' loan. So, well, yeah. and, but- and
1: that's what, where a lot of the sadness was. It's like, I go to work every day. I don't take off. I don't you know, go on vacation. I don't And I I give my money that doesn't even, I don't even see it goes right into the bank. And you're telling Uh, me I can't fucking have a piece of shit, rusted out shit box truck. Are you kidding me? (laughs) It's emasculating. It sucks.
2: I I feel for you, man. It is
1: really difficult to get a cord of wood in the back of my mini. Because if I'm (laughs) trying to do the smoker, I had to go to like the store and go, okay, I'll take five pieces of wood and I'll come back for more. Very sad. But (laughs) I don't know why I told the story, but I felt really good about myself. Well, I hope you enjoy your new loud truck. I'm gonna drive up and down your street <laughs> <It's laughs> two thirty in the morning. We and, already uh, have one of those guys. <laughs> I'm gonna and I'm thinking about getting one of those loud horns too. But not like no, no, not one of those. Like like, oh, like a God. ship horn, like Just a big red air
2: horn. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna play an Imperial March. Come on.
2: That <laughs> nice. has to do with Steve DeBray's voice though
1: if i can record it myself that'd be great all right well anyway thank you guys for uh-huh. indulging me on my stupid story but and for uh everybody listening tonight the uh amount of um uh, excitement that you junk listeners have shown over the last week since i put out the other file and uh yeah was it really nice uh it's nice to know. I'm sorry, we didn't live cool. up to any of that, but we'll yeah. we try harder <laughs> next time. No, we won't no, try any harder than we already Thanks did.
0: for downloading. Thanks for listening.
1: Yeah. If you uh, want to uh, send an email to the show, please do so at orgasm at obviously oblivious.com. One of the hardest emails to type out in the history of mankind. So try it. It's not very easy. Also, you can uh, leave a voicemail on the voicemail line, 206-888-6052, or you can use the SpeakPipe app on the website which is obviously oblivious.com. You can find our Twitter there at double O podcast at the mic at SPP four four four. at you're at Nero, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Nero at Gmail and, uh, at Joel happy K pants hour.
2: Oh, at happy, Nero, yeah. yeah
1: right. At
3: Joel, happy pants. K P A N T S. Yeah. It's case silent.
1: Just look at Mike's friend
2: and followers. You'll find us. in that. Yeah. Fine. Or I'll
1: be, I'll, I'm going to update the website. I'm going to put a lot of stuff on it too, but it will be in the show notes for this week. I don't know if I'm going to redesign this week or on facebook.com slash obviously, you can find stuff there. We appreciate all your um, iTunes reviews, Stitcher reviews, and money. We appreciate it for every second that we broadcast, you give us a penny and open up a PayPal account. Seems fair to me. That's why we went for three hours tonight. We're all going to go get (laughs) some Sizzler. But anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, Joel, what do you want to end off with showing music tonight?
3: Um, Could we play the song that I sent you earlier?
1: Yeah, sure. And the reason why you sent it?
3: Today is the lovely and talented David Arquette's 43rd birthday, so I figured it was apropos to play the Black Math Experiments, You Cannot Kill David Arquette.
1: Beautiful. Very well. So for uh, Joel, Nero, and uh, South Philly Paul, this is the Mike Singh Night. Night.
2: A man created by Hollywood. Not MacGyver, not Vin Diesel, not Stallone, not Schwarzenegger. I'm
0: talking about David R. Kent. The man is invincible. He was in Scream 1, Scream 2, Scream 3. If they make a Scream 4, he's coming back as a goddamn cyborg. He was in Ready to Rumble, and he was a WCW champion for two weeks. He was an eight-legged freak to rebel battled giant spiders. Giant spiders, for God's sakes! He was also in C-Spot Mon, but only because he needed the money. And that's why you can't! And gentlemen, we're going to tell you a little bit more about the man. We're going to drop some science on your weak asses. Have you ever seen the movie Titanic? He is nothing like that, whatsoever. David Arquette is equal parts adamantium and Superfly. He is a trained ninja from the Shinobi Institute of Ninjitsu and has mastered every single one of David Lee Ross acrobatic jumps. In a sad story world, there's only two things you can count on. One, an up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, start, that give you 30 lives on Contra. and number two is... The UK! hear what I'm saying? You cannot kill David Arquette! The man is the closest anyone will ever be to having a friend's threesome. He has done things to Courtney Cox that would make Santa blush. If you play the Beatles' White Album backwards, it goes, David lives, David lives. He has written, directed, and starred in his own one-man version of the movie, Tron. He is responsible for everything. Fire! Arquette! The wheel! Arquette! Arquette. Electric toothbrush! Arquette! The reason Jason Newstead left Metallica Three rings from the Elva Kings under the sky Seven for the Dwarf floor and their halls of stone Nine for Mortal Men do to die And one for David Arquette The Bible spelled backwards does not change a fact That you cannot kill David